What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. Y'all, we're having a shitty week. <laughs> we're just... <laughs> Honestly, we debated not recording just because we're just... I'm having, a, I'm having a real rough day, and Morgan already talked me off a ledge for the past hour on Skype. And then instead of not recording, we decided to talk about our shitty week with you, kind of, and then just talk about when you're having a shitty day or week or month or year. I don't fucking know. This year, time's a construct. (laughs) I saw this photo online today, and it was a sign in California where the big wildfires are happening, and it's a sign about, like, wearing a mask and social distancing, and then it's just, like, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is 2020. This is the- this picture is 2020. That's how I feel. Like, the fact that they announced murder hornets and all of us were like, yep. Okay. Like, whatever. What Bring it on. We're like, oh, half the country, <laughs> Iowa had a hurricane and half of California's on fire. And now North Carolina's on fire. We're like, sounds about right. When are the dead going to rise? You know, I welcome the murder hornets. I really do. Yeah, at this point. Have at it, fuckos. I'm right here. My skin is open. Sting me. Murder me. Take me. I've lived a good life. (laughs) Speaking of which, joking about taking our own lives, I feel like we need to (laughs) clarify that this is a fucking comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And clearly, if Morgan and I were concerned that either of us were suicidal, we would do the right thing and check on each other and get each other help. And I'm sorry, we don't mean to trigger anybody or minimize any of those feelings. We are really fucked up. That's why we became nurses in the first place. And our method of coping is humor. And if that bothers you, you you shouldn't be listening because it's not going to get better. No. As this year continues to disintegrate into madness, this podcast will get darker. (laughs) Because we are just grasping for something to feel (laughs) (laughs) to hold on to just a little bit of hope just like the tiniest bit of hope if you yeah but the hope is dark humor it's the only constant in my life (laughs) it's true and you know what here's the thing i love that people feel like they're hanging out with us i love that we have helped people because i have heard plenty of stories but you know what honestly this is me calling my best friend bitching about my week making really fucked up jokes and then we feel better when we leave and if that makes you feel better we are fucking happy to have you and if it doesn't you don't have to be here it's okay you don't you really don't this hopefully is just you chilling out maybe learning something maybe not killing and some time in your day i don't know I really just truly don't know. Yeah, knowing that people, nobody knows what's going on. There's people who are fucked up as you are, more fucked up, less fucked up, who understand. We're having the same kind of girls brunch and Skype calls that you guys are. I mean, we're just trying to humanize the clusterfuck that is our life. And if you would like to do that with us, we are fucking happy to have you and love hearing from you. Yes. Uh, Speaking of hearing from people, I would like to clarify... A couple things from last week, because I heard from a listener um, that maybe we sounded kind of like anti-young marriage and we sounded like 
the right man makes you feel fertile and like want to have a baby. And I, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I super don't feel that way. So I'm a little bummed out. We maybe came across that way. And I would just like to clarify that timelines are bullshit and that becoming a parent is totally a fucking personal decision. It has nothing to do with your partner. Um, I do, you know, they may be like, this person kind of sucks and I would never want to have kids with them. And that's where you're coming from. Or like, if you're on the fence, maybe they push you in one direction or another, but the whole idea of like a man completing a woman and bringing out her maternal side. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Well, I guess it's coming from somebody I must have come across like that, that if you a, my sister got married at 23, and I love my brother-in-law. He's an angel on this earth because he takes such great care of my sister, deals with my fucking crazy family, and loves the shit out of her, and she does the same. And so they are babies, but they have also managed to grow together since they were, like, fucking 14 years old. I have zero issue with their marriage. Morgan and I were saying that that was not the case for us. And also, hopefully and luckily for you, you are not in a marriage where you were caring for your husband like you were their parent. And then what I was trying to say was like, oh, if you were on the fence or you're like, mm, I didn't want to have that guy who I already was having to carry up the stairs for our apartment because he got so fucked up a couple times a week. Children. And then you're with someone who would be a competent parent. That maybe that makes your ovaries a little excited and tingly that you would actually want to have his babies. There you go. But you probably have had healthier relationships than me. So therefore, that's not an <laughs> issue for you. So congratulations. You already know what you want. And it's not it's nothing to do with a dude. My thing was I was traumatized from having to care for a grown ass man for seven years. That's on me. I'll own it all day, every day. Uh, I wouldn't say mine was seven, but I definitely had a couple experiences like that. Yeah, the person that was saying this is in a wonderful marriage. They they didn't get married quite that young, but they've been together for a long time and got engaged early. So to this person, you know who you are. I think you're wonderful. I don't think that your husband needs or like has anything to do with you wanting kids or not. And you guys are a great couple and congratulations and like I'll see you soon. (laughs) also you know you're in a good marriage you don't even fucking verify that like listen have you not heard enough of my stories and gone holy shit thank god because if if that's happening then you probably aren't who i'm talking to now i'm saying (laughs) whereas if there's this one girl it's like oh my god she's right this sucks this isn't gonna get better maybe i need to leave this alcoholic son of a bitch to that i say message me i have a great lawyer and you can do it (laughs) Right. There's uh there's not many things in common between this person's wonderful marriage <laughs> and the clusterfuck that is. And mine. whatever the fuck happened with you. <laughs> exactly. So therefore <laughs> we weren't talking to you. It's fine. You also have to understand no. Morgan and I are sitting in a room talking to each other, making jokes. We never mean to target anyone at all. We if you are happy, we are not telling you to leave your partner. Dear Jesus Christ, if you don't want kids fucking rock on be the cool aunt be the cool friend travel the world own your life fucking power on baby but if you want to have 20 kids god bless your soul you will probably immediately get into heaven and we're so proud of you 
Do whatever the fuck you want, Jesus Christ. Do whatever you want, but just know that no one knows what's going on and like try your best not to be an asshole. Yeah. Oh, and don't be an asshole to everyone else because you chose to have 10 kids, okay? That's that's not an excuse. I'll give you like a little bit more patience, but like you don't get to be a dick because you decided to have 10 children. No, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. That's mm, no. So, with that out of the way, this is just going to kind of be like a, what do you do when you're having a shitty day or what do you do when you're having a shitty week like a conversation? Yeah, like a coping mechanisms, self-care strategies, etc. You want to hear what I did today? Yes. So I had to do some stuff for work, so I needed to pick up a poster board from Publix anyways on the way to my mom's house. My mom's out of town, so her house was empty, and she has a pool, so therefore I decided that's where I was going to go be sad. And I went to Publix. I bought my favorite brie. I brought my two favorite kind of crackers, not just one, two favorite kinds of crackers. And I went to my mom's house, sat by the pool, and I ate brie by the pool with my feet in the water, and I put a face mask on, and I am sure the neighbors thought I was like, fucking, was it Jason? With, like, the white mask, because I have, like, a sheet mask on, eating cheese. Amazing. <laughs> it felt incredible. I, I can't recommend it enough. Self-care level 100. Mm-hmm. I definitely powered up. The brie wall face masking and a pool. I don't think it's been done before. And if it has... Will it ever be done again? I, probably. <laughs> now, like that tomorrow. I know, now that I know what that feels like, it will probably be done again. Okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. We got a little skincare. We got a little comfort food. We got a little uh, vitamin D. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I got lunch with a girlfriend today that I hadn't seen in a while. That's the best. That was nice. And she wrote. She wrote me. Got me like a card for my birthday. And wrote in it. She was like, "This is ten years since we've been friends." <laughs> Oh, that's cool. But I was like, eh. <laughs> like we met in anatomy class freshman year of college. How was that 10 years ago? I just truly, it baffles the mind. It really does. That's funny. But we had like kind of a cheese moment. We got a charcuterie board and we each got a fancy drink and we sat outside. Um, all the tables were six feet apart from each other. So this restaurant, like, oh, excuse me, the restaurant, you know, kept everyone safe and all the servers were wearing masks and stuff. So that was good. I just started like listening to a serial killer podcast on a walk yesterday. You hear that? There's people like screaming downstairs. (laughs) It sounded like music. I didn't hear screaming. (laughs) Someone's yelling. Anyway, I listened to this podcast. I think it's called just called Serial Killers. That's direct. Yeah. How long is it? Like an episode? Uh, Like 45 minutes. Ooh, that's pretty good. But it's been around for a little while. And one of the recent episodes, it's two parts. They're each like 30 to 45 minutes. And the episodes are called Programmed to Kill. Ooh. And it's this dude who murdered, I won't, I won't give it away, but when he was 13, he committed his first murder, went away for a bit, 
was considered rehabilitated, kind of kept at it, but it's done pretty well. It's like nice and concise. It's all chronological. So you're not like jumping back and forth between time. I feel like that's hard with podcasts when they try to like go forward and backwards. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't see anything. So I'm not, like, I don't know what time I'm in right now. Yeah. Especially if you like have to pause it and like do something and then come back. Right. I'm like, okay, now what year is it? Yeah. But they do a good job. This episode's good. That's the only one I've listened to though. Listen at your own risk, but I felt like I haven't had time to listen to any like murder or crime podcasts, and that's something that I've always really enjoyed listening to and learning about. It's just fascinating to me. So I decided to seek that out for myself yesterday because I felt like it was missing. I love that. Yeah. God, I love a podcast. I love murder podcasts. I do need that though. Like, I like a, I like crime junkie. I'm not going to talk shit, but I really like one host more than the other. And you guys would know exactly what I'm talking about if you listen. <laughs> love My Favorite Murder. I'm working on catching up with them. I love sex podcasts. Like, I love Girls Gotta Eat. Um, I do not like Call Her Daddy that much. It just kind of seems a little bit... I don't know. To me, it sounds like what a dude would write for a sex podcast. Um, yeah, they, they make me blush. Yeah. And it's like like they're trying to. I don't know. But I love Girls Gotta Eat. Um, they had a guest on, and it was this, I think the podcast is called We're Having Gay Sex, but <laughs> it's really funny. And she is like okay. a lesbian, but they just have guests on, and they're pretty funny. And they talk about sex, but they're not like, call her daddy graphic. But also, she said on the show, she's like, listen, just listen to one episode. She goes, I've been listening to your heterosexual sex stories all of you my entire life and you have probably never like listened to homosexual like sex stories before and i was like i mean you're right yeah that's like, true i'm like i'm not i'm not a lesbian i don't i don't have really anyone close in my life that's ever shared stories like that so i mean most of it isn't even really about sex some of it is but they're pretty good i think what else be there in five talk about her all the time she's just like deep dives on pop culture shit I love a podcast, a book. Yeah, you're into the audiobooks too. It's nice to have something that you can like multitask with. Mm -hmm. I'm usually like in the car or I'll take a long walk and I'll listen to a podcast instead of trying to find music that is something that I'm interested in listening to because sometimes it's hard for me to like vibe with music for 45 whole minutes. Uh, or like when I'm cooking, I'll play a podcast. Oh yeah, when I angry clean, oh, because mm -hmm. I will when I'm when I'm really upset, I clean, and then I need a podcast. Yeah, that's a very productive way to be angry. That is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I will crawl into bed and. Spoon my body pillow. Maybe, like, I don't know. Recently, I've been obsessing over finding a couch. Feel that. Like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> this is what we mean. I had a patient the other day who, you know, I 
I was wearing a mask and goggles in the room the entire time, the way that we always do with every patient. But she got fucking diagnosed with COVID like two days after I was with her and I had to like deal with employee health and emailing my manager and all this bullshit. And I'm so sick of COVID. Girl. It's bumming me the fuck out and I'm over it. And we didn't do what we were supposed to do in the beginning. And it's always like a few people that fuck it up for everybody else. And I hate everybody. And that's why I'm having a shitty week. Like, you remember in elementary school when you'd be like taking a spelling test or some shit and they'd be like, no talking or everybody loses recess. And one fucking twat would start talking during the test. And then everyone would get punished. Yes. That's life. I don't understand that because I'm like, you know, everyone hates, you know, like, how do you just you're just cool with that? You're just cool with being people just don't give a fuck. No, they don't. They're proud of it. Most of them are. The ones who are like that are proud of that. They're like, I'm not a sheep. I don't just follow people. I'm like, really? Okay. You're also a piece of garbage, and I hope that you bad things happen to you. (laughs) I hope. Oh, my God. It bothers me so much. I hope that your favorite pair of underwear continues to give you wedgies so you can't wear them anymore. I hope that you get a ripping your pantyhose (laughs) before an important meeting. I hope that. Just like minor things. Yeah, I just hope (laughs) that. Make your day shitty. Just unbelievably minor inconveniences. I hope you get pulled over for going like five over. I hope that your shower pressure turns halfway down in the middle of your shower. It's a good one. I just want just uncomfortable things to happen to you. Like, I don't want you to die necessarily, but I just want you to like be as inconvenienced yourself as you inconvenienced others. Um, Have you ever accidentally put on like regular full butt underwear on backwards and then had a wedgie all day? No. Okay, I have <laughs> as a child in a in the snow. But like why didn't you just go to the bathroom and go change? Okay, I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> here's a, here's a story time. In my old neighborhood that I grew up in, every time there was a snowstorm, we were in the perfect fucking spot because we lived on a cul-de-sac and the snow plows would put two huge piles of snow in our cul-de-sac. Mhm. So the whole neighborhood would like come out, we'd split up into two teams and have a snowball war. Like we would stock up on snowball ammo. We would like dig tunnels in the big giant snow piles and then like fucking maul each other with snowballs by the end of the day. Like I truly can't fathom this kind of snow. Right. Uh, So this, this is outside Philadelphia. So it's the Northeast part of the country. We get more snow than down south. But in order to spend the entire day out in the snow, you had to gear up. So I would wear, um, like, underwear, obviously, long underwear. This was, like, pre-Under Armour. I'd wear long underwear, snow pants, right? Like, thick jacket, like, swishy jacket material snow pants, a coat, hat, gloves, two pairs of socks, and boots. That's a lot. So you're like walking around like a the Michelin man. Mm-hmm. Barely move. And I keep getting wedgies and I can't pick my wedgie because I'm in like 17 layers of clothing and I have gloves on and I'm in the fucking snow. So I'm just like picking my asshole for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, why do I still have a fucking wedgie? I don't know. I was like 10 years old. And finally, I'm like, I got to go in someone's house and see what the fuck's going on with my underwear. Like, this is unacceptable. I cannot 
make the adequate amount of snowballs that my team needs me to make. Like we are about to go to war. Yeah. So I go inside and I was wearing my Saturday underwear. I remember because I was so upset (laughs) and they were on backwards. And I was like trying to pick like the vagina side of the underwear out out of my butt side of my body. (laughs) And I had to like, take everything off completely just to turn my underwear around. I'm in like a friend's friend's powder room (laughs) on the first floor of like some house that I've never met these fucking parents. I just needed somewhere to go for a second. Yeah. And I had to like rearrange my, my whole snow get up. So I can say from experience how inconvenient it is to put your underwear on backwards. I hope that they also get their underwear stuck on backwards in a snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what we'll wish upon them. Just inconsiderate fucks. Exactly. Ruin it for everyone else. I'm over it. Yeah. Me too. I want to travel. I want to finally reschedule my fucking trip to come to Nashville. Like, it's enough. I'm over you know? It. I'm over it. Yeah. We're not saying it's not real, by the way. Like, don't don't get it twisted. Because I had a patient look me in the eyes at work and tell me that it wasn't real. That, um, infuriating. <sighs> I know. I mean. All right. What else do we do to, like, try and keep ourselves level-headed and sane? Sometimes. Because I, I yell at patients. <laughs> I've started to yell at my patients. I understand. I've been there. I, more than once. Like, you try to get out of bed one more time. And I will tie you to this fucking bed. Like, I will restrain you. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. You pick. I work in an emergency room, so just about anything goes. So, mm-hmm. I've had to do more than yell. I've had to use choice words. Yes. So people don't have time for their fucking shit. People are dying. Sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. I think, so sometimes when I'm sad... I have to decide if I need, like, an alone thing or if I need, like, a person thing. Like, when I was sad alone earlier, I did that. Like, I'm a big comfort food girl. I love food. Unless I'm, like, I can get to the point that I'm so upset I won't eat for days. But usually I need comfort food or sometimes journaling, not usually podcasts, like, distractions, something to channel your energy. And then sometimes I need that. Like, the friend lunch, I need to call you, you know... I need that connection with another human being. I need to outpour what's going on and, like, get it out of my body. You know? Yeah. Totally get that. What about when you... It's not something that you need to vent about. You're just, like, feeling shitty. Because I've had times where I'm just like, damn, it's been three days and I'm definitely in a rut. Yeah. My go-to is the movie Center Stage. (laughs) terrible see i'm not like a habitual movie person like i'll i'll watch a movie like i'll take the time to watch a movie or i'll have like a night in but i'm not like i don't have like a comfort movie or like a comfort book i have like severe adhd so if i already know what's going to happen unless it's a movie like bridesmaids level Mm. i don't like repetitive movie watching yeah i can get that I like to watch center stage, and at this point, it's like a trigger for my brain to snap out of whatever depressed mood I've been in. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I've wallowed in it for a few days. Time to snap out of it. 
put on center stage. Usually I make plans with girlfriends. If I like can't get myself out of a rut, I usually make plans with girlfriends. That's like my recentering. That's why I, when we were like, that's the one benefit of being a nurse is that as long as I was working, I was around people because we had to work and like our job was necessary. But when I was quarantined, when I was having those fevers and I couldn't go leave the house, I was not okay at all. Yeah, I had definite moments there, like when Pennsylvania was going through its spike, um, where I was I lived by myself, and I was thrilled to live by myself. I've always wanted to live alone, but it like got to be a bit much. It was like right after too. Like you didn't have yeah. that long of really enjoying living by yourself. Mm-mm. You want to choose to be alone, not be forced to be alone. Right. I mean, that's it's just been like a weird fucking year. Yeah. I, feel I can't believe it's August. What happened? I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> I blacked out. I have no idea. I don't even have anything else. I don't know what to do, y'all. We just figured it was better to come on here and be honest and say what we're trying to do than it was to skip another week of episodes. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe people will reach out and they have interesting coping mechanisms or ways that they get themselves out of ruts that they can share with us. Because <laughs> I find myself needing to change things up for myself more often now just because every time something crazy happens, I'm just like, fuck, like, how, how much darker can it get? Yeah. And then it gets darker. I know. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't like to say at least this or at least that, but it, I find myself being like, all right, at least you have a nice place. At least your parents are close by. At least you have a job. At least, you know, you have a loving relationship. At least you can still online shop. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to like mantra yourself into like getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. it's hard finding that like motivation and like the whole hope thing and you know we're both big travelers and not having trips to look forward to like a light at the end of the tunnel has been really hard yeah totally i just want to go somewhere but i'm scared to make too big of plans like we're meeting charlie's dad in gulf shores and he has like other pre-existing conditions so we just have a condo and we're going to be like on the beach and probably not doing much else just to make sure that he's good and safe, you know, but even that I think is going to be a different kind of trip and I haven't met his dad. So it's like, I'm meeting him for the first time, but even that, like I'm nervous going down, like we're wanting to get tested before we go to make sure we're safe to be around him and that kind of stuff. And I don't have, you know, normally we're like, Oh, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Denver. Let's go up to New York for Christmas or what? Like, just normally have something and I don't have anything and I don't know. This is us asking for, this is our white flag, our olive branch. Like, just how do you guys bring yourself back up? Like, we're really good at putting our big girl panties back on. And right now, that's hard. It is. It's just like an extended period of bullshit. You know, I saw a tweet today and it was like, so is anyone still making bread or are we all just sad now? 
it's like yeah we're just now, now we're just sad yeah. <laughs> like it just sucks yeah now it's just like i don't i don't want to learn a language i don't want to take up crafting i just want to find a new normal but it's like we can't even do that no because it keeps changing you're right though i never really thought about the travel thing i've always had like a light at the end of the tunnel or i've like in the process of planning something just another thing to get depressed about you're welcome last (laughs) night you made me feel old this week i'll make you realize that you have no hope thanks you're welcome all right well we're gonna work on getting our lives together if you have any suggestions, I'm dead serious. Please tell us because <laughs> we're, we're taking in all help that we can get. And mm-hmm. we'll work on getting our lives together and get you, getting you some actual content next week. Uh, yeah, but don't hold your breath. I mean, same shit, different week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, follow us on Instagram. Wear a mask. I don't know. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> Be kind to well, no, she's on the chopping block. I was about to say be kind to one another, but you know, this is 2020. Even Ellen, what the fuck? I don't know. I quit. I don't. Just don't be assholes. 2020. Don't take Ellen from us. (laughs) I'm so sad. I was like, that was like one person I had that I just always looked up to and loved. Now I'm just like, don't be assholes. Instead, just don't be assholes. Try to. Everybody's struggling. Try to be nice to each other because we all have no idea the fuck's going on. We'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>